Homeward Bound Part Five by Heinrich Heine Translated by Emma Lazarus Read for LibriVox.org by Nemo Homeward Bound Forty One My heart is heavy from the present it yearns towards those old days again when still the world seemed fair and pleasant and men lived happily free from pain now all things seem at six and sevens a scramble and a constant dread dead is the lord god in the heavens below us is the devil dead and all folk sad and mournful moving where such a cross cold anxious face were there not still a little loving there would not be a resting place forty two as the moon with splendor pierces through the dark cloud veil of night from my darksome past emerges once again a dream of light all upon the deck were seated proudly sailing down the rhine green with june the shores were glowing in the evening sunset shine at the feet of a fair lady sat i full of thoughts untold or her pale and lovely features played the sunlight's ruddy gold lutes were ringing boys were singing wondrous joy on stream and shore blue and bluer grew the heavens and the spirit seemed to soar hill and city wood and meadow glided past in fairy wise and i saw the whole scene mirrored in the lovely lady's eyes forty three in a dream i saw my sweetheart a woman harassed with care faded and haggard and withered the form that had bloomed so fair one child in her arms she carried and one by the hand she led and trouble and poverty plainly in her eyes and her raiment i read across the square she tottered and face to face we stood she looked at me and i spoke then in quiet but mournful mood come home with me to my dwelling thou art pale and ill i think and there with unceasing labor I will furnish thee meat and drink, and I will serve thee and cherish thy children so wan and mild, and thyself more dearly than any, thou poor unhappy child. Nor will I vex thee by telling the love that burns in my breast, and I will weep when thou diest over thy place of rest. 44 dearest friend what may it profit to repeat the old refrain wilt thou brooding still above it sitting on love's egg remain ah it needs incessant watching from the shell the chicks have risen clucking they reward thy hatching and this book shall be their prison forty five only bear with me in patience if the notes of former wrongs many a time distinctly echo in the latest of my songs 
Wait! The slow reverberation of my grief will soon depart, and a spring of new song blossom in my healed, reviving heart. 46. Tis time that, more sober and serious grown, from folly at last I break free. I, who so long in comedian's gown, have played in the play with thee. The scenes gaily painted were bright to behold, and in ultra-romantic tint shone. My knightly rich mantle was spangled with gold, noblest feelings were ever mine own. But now with grave trouble my thoughts are beset, although from the stage I depart, and my heart is as wretchedly miserable yet, as though I still acted my part. Ah, God, all unwitting and holy in jest, what I felt and I suffered I told. I have fought against death who abode in my breast, like the dying wrestler of old. 47. The great king Visvamitra in dire distress is now. He seeks with strife and penance to win Vashita's cow. O oh, great king Visvamitra, O oh, what an ox art thou, so much to struggle and suffer, and only for a cow. 48. Heart, my heart, O oh, be not shaken. Bravely bear thy fate once more, shall the coming spring restore what the winter rude hath taken. How abundant is thy measure! Still, O world, how fair thou art, and thou yet mayst love my heart, everything that gives thee pleasure. 49. Thou seemest like a flower, so pure and fair and bright. A melancholy yearning steals o'er me at thy sight. I fain would lay in blessing my hands upon thy hair, imploring God to keep thee so bright and pure and fair. 50. Child, I must be very careful, for thy soul would surely perish if the loved heart in thy bosom love for me should ever cherish. But the task proves all too easy. Strange regrets begin to move me. Meanwhile, many a time I whisper, if I could but make her love me. End a poem. This recording is in the public domain.